Okay, so today's podcast gets a little emotional, and I didn't plan on it getting emotional, but that's how it goes sometimes. Um, today, we're going to talk about triggers and things you don't even realize are triggers, any kind of like trauma you're healing from. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. If it's a death of a person, a death of a relationship, a death of a idea, every now and then something will trigger you out of nowhere. And I just want to give you hope, though, on the other end, that their triggers are going to come, but the, the good thing is triggers go too. So we'll get into it on today's show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Sorry, I'm recording the front part of the end of this. You'll see why. Um, We got three principles of this podcast. It's live, laugh, love your mom. And we, we do it every day. We just appreciate you being here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Say hi to my mom. My co host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let's start today with some mom tent. On Wednesdays, we do something called mom tent, which is uh, content my mom brings to the show. She said she wanted to add more content to the show. Uh, She feels bad because she thinks she's got a boring life, and so she (laughs) instead brings mom tent (laughs) to the show. Well, today, you know, it's close to Maggie's wedding day on Saturday, and I was thinking about how many crazy things happen at weddings. And so I, I went. I went online to read some of the crazy things that have happened. So I wanted to just share some of those because it's crazy. Okay. I don't. I don't know what crazy things we'll run into. And what, I can't. Did you, what did you Google? Crazy things have happened at weddings. Uh huh. Something okay. like that. All right. <laughs> um, and I couldn't remember anything really crazy that happened at your wedding. Um, other no, there than, was a rumor about some spot on a dress and everybody yeah. freaking out. But I don't. I wasn't there for that. Yeah. So there were. Shannon saw a stain on her dress and had a meltdown, and everybody was all. It was like right before the ceremony or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like 20, 30 minutes before, and everybody was in there huddling around trying to figure out what to do. And I walked in that room and I thought, hmm, she's already got two moms here. I don't think she needs another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just walked out. Probably and then, at, and then at Brian's first one, I spilled salad dressing all over my outfit oh, before Lord. the ceremony. That was terrible, yeah. and I had to had to launder it. Mm. It was oh, it's terrible. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, here's some funny things. So this one's a cake cutting grandma. My grandma got meh, faced at my sister's <laughs> wedding and went out and cut the cake with her credit card. <laughs> it was horrible. She has it's hilarious now, especially since that marriage was kaputz. But when it happened, everybody was mortified. Good old grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even sound sanitary. <laughs> no. I saw something on TikTok the other day talking about like what's something you can't believe we did before COVID and like talking about blowing out birthday cakes. Oh my god. Oh, you know? I know. Yeah, I'm like what? That's I know crazy. you're just really just spitting all over them. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and then we all have a piece. All right. Weird. <laughs> Bizarre. I don't think we'll do that anymore. I don't think so. Uh, this one says someone else proposed marriage without the groom and bride's blessing in the middle of the reception. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, not no, good. Not for you. Not good. No. This guy says he got hypothermia during the outdoor photography and missed the reception because they sent him to the hospital with my brand new wife who was still in her wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's bad. God. Okay. And this one's really crazy. My mom's best friend and maid of honor showed up the day of my mom's first wedding with her head shaved. Apparently she was in love with the groom and this was her silent protest. The marriage only lasted two years and the groom eventually married the maid of honor. Lord. Oh my God. God. <laughs> I always think that like I that's what's so interesting about doing the radio show. If you ever feel like you've got a screwed up family, just do a radio show or something uh-huh. and just listen to how screwed up we all are. It's so I crazy. Know. You know, we're all so I equally know. screwed up. Every family is dysfunctional. Yeah. I mean, they just are. It's just what level of dysfunction, right? Yeah. Um, This girl says, I wasn't there, but at my parents' wedding, my dad got up for a speech and said, on behalf of my wife, Jenny, and I, my mom's name was Sue. Jenny was a (laughs) sister-in-law. Oh, geez. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) Stressful. Oh, God. Um, One more? One more. Let's see. A wedding in Norwich. The whole ceremony went swimmingly back to the reception and speeches. Finally, the groom stands up and does a lovely speech, which ended with, and finally, I'd like to thank the best man who's been shagging my wife for four months. (laughs) The groom put his glass down, walked out, and the marriage was annulled. Jeez. (laughs) I mean, I think that we would be naive to think that there's going to be no drama at Dramaggy's <laughs> wedding, you know? I mean, I think that would just be an ignorant way of looking at life. Um, I know. I'm I not know. sure what, what to expect, but I know there's going to be some type of some type of something going some on. Some type of craziness always. Yeah. What's the what's the latest coming out of that camp? So my sister's uh, getting married finally. I mean <laughs> Jesus, hopefully in, in just a couple of days. So all goes well. Yeah. yeah. Um so what's the what's the latest out of the camp? Well, you know, we still have the dress drama of what dre- what other dresses to wear other than She the, still doesn't know. Three days later, the, we're still not sure what dress we're wearing. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. she knows her wedding gown, but she doesn't know about all the other stuff. Yeah. And um, Jim is is preparing his toast, which is quite oh, funny. Geez. <laughs> yeah, I don't know A about Jimmy that. Jimmy Mac toast. I'll try to record that because I'm sure that would be interesting. <laughs> That will be some good content for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, John finally got to come home for a few hours and get some rest. That's good. So he's he I, he's been totally exhausted, and um, he was getting prepped to go into surgery. And one of the doctors in charge of the residence walked over to him and said, "John, you've been here way too long. Nope, go home." Yeah. So he he's was, a heart surgeon. Just FYI, my sister's fiance. Yes, in residency, and he just he just works so hard. And unfortunately, you know, in these last few weeks before their wedding, they've hardly seen each other. So, right, it'll be nice for them to to get to their honeymoon. That's the part I'm really excited about. Right, is for them to get away and have a week to themselves. And but yeah, there's always drama. There's oh, always yeah. drama. I'm sure, it'll be interesting stories come Monday. Um, just. <laughs> Maybe make it a whole special edition because it's going to be uh, interesting <laughs> stories with those these crazy Yancey's coming up. So I went to the uh, the DMV today, which uh, you always feel that's everything that we're canceling in society right now. Why are we still not, why are we not cancel the DMV? Like what mm. a terrible fucking process. And I I can't like some I can't not say that word yes. and try to describe the DMV. 
<laughs> I don't know after so many years of why you think it'd be, it, it, it would not become an easier, better process. People actually told me it got better during COVID. They said, you know, you're going to be in and out, just in and out. Uh, I was not <laughs> in and out at all. I was there for th- the, my longest DMV experience ever, three hours, a little oh. under three hours today. God. And it all came down to the fact that when I came in, I was prepared. I was ready to go. I had all my documentation. I'm like, this will just take a couple of minutes, right? And then we mm-hmm. will be, we will be good to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I walk in and it's, you know, and it probably takes me 20, 30 minutes to get my, you know, my number called. And then I go up there and, okay, this, that, this, that, and, you know, take your picture and da, 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 da which is a weird thing with a mask on, you know, you have to like, the, okay, now take your mask off and put it back on, you know, it's just oh. a... Gosh. Weird time to be getting your photo taken um, yes. for your driver's license. And um, the she's like, well, ha- excuse me, we're almost done. I swear to you, we had to be almost done. She goes, did you? And, of course, the question of, like, do you have a car in this in the city came up? In case you don't know, my car is still registered in California right now uh, because <laughs> the tires are one inch too big. And I don't want to buy new tires. So I'm just leaving it registered in California till June. Uh, but. I so I, I answered that question. She's like, I mean, "Are you driving right now?" And I was like, "Yes." And do you have a car here? I was like, "No." <laughs> I like really think through my answers on that, you know. <laughs> yeah. And so I, um, we had we had it been done. I mean, everything was done. Vision test done, uh, done, ready to go. And she's like, "Oh wait, real quick." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, did you ever have an Arizona driver's license? Uh-oh. Like, uh, yeah, like forever ago. I was would have been like 2013. I got one. She's like, what's well, still on in the system that it's active? And I was like, oh, that's weird because you know, obviously, I, when I got my California license, I, I would assume that would have just become null and void, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, well, okay, we're just gonna have to see. So you don't have it anymore? And I was like, no, because in Arizona, the best the the best thing about living in Arizona, truly, out of anything that I loved about living in Arizona. Mm-hmm. was the driver's license don't expire to your 65. Mm. So you literally get one and that's it. That is so crazy to me. It's great. There's no, there's oh no reason. Gosh. There's no reason to get so many driver's licenses. There's well, no not reason. not as often as we do. No. California, I think every two years you have to get a new oh, one. Oh my. It may not be. Well, that's probably not true because my old one had my, maybe it's four years then. It's probably four yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know my Maryland one now is not going to expire until 2028. So that's good. I got damn oh, seven that's years. That's good. That's so good. I got to worry about this process again for, mm-hmm. for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so she's like, well, I'm just going to have to send this up the ladder and they're going to have to have to remove it from the system. I'm like, okay. And I was like, sit there in silence. She's like, no, well, you go away now, basically. And mm-hmm. we'll call you back when it's done. And I was like, can't be that long of a process, you know? Uh-huh. Another You're hour goes five. by. Oh no! Maybe thirty minutes at that point. Okay, so now it's no, it's probably, it's probably forty-five minutes. Um, Finally, they call me. And I'm getting antsy. Obviously, this woman calls me back up. Oh man, I don't know what's going on with this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who did your first one. It's a different woman now. Oh, I don't God. know who did your first one, but this is all wrong. We got to start from scratch. It's the whole process again. Uh uh-uh. uh. Got the very end. Oh, you got a hold on your on your uh, account here. Uh, you have a driver's license in Arizona. I was like, oh my god, it's literally the problem. Like, no. I was like, oh well, whatever happened, it didn't get done right last time. She's like, but don't worry. That was not her <laughs> attitude, by the way. It was not a friendly <laughs> attitude at all. She basically, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to be as long as last time. Go back and wait. Oh. And this this last wait was like the longest of the wait to a point where I literally had to walk up to the front and be like, excuse me. Um, oh. Am I still in the queue? Because. The worst part of it is, is I Kiki in the car. Poor oh, Kiki no. was in the car for three hours. 
Because oh. I'm here with my simple driver's light. Everyone else is flying through the process, flying through, flying through, oh, just getting it done. No. And so finally, after three, I, w- I will challenge anybody. They have never had a longer DMV visit than me. Mm. Three hours yesterday. No, that's terrible. Setting a world record. The mm. longest to get a driver's license. Oh, God. Of all things. <laughs> just to live my life and drive. Oh, jeez. So $72 later and three hours. I've got a, one coming in the mail, apparently. So Wow. That's that. Oh, be done. Gosh. Be done. Be but done. But you still got the problem of your tires, so your car is not registered. I know. Right? It's it's just one thing at a time. I <laughs> at least it's still registered. It's just not in the right state. So at least it's oh. up to date. <laughs> okay. And at least I'll have a driver's license in case I get pulled over. Now that's at least, you know, can't get me mm-hmm. on two things, only get me on one thing. Oh god. Uh, let's just <laughs> let's just say a prayer. Say a prayer. But I am I am beat. I am oh, literally yeah. mentally I'm having a s I'm telling my mom I was I don't, I didn't think I was going to do a show today. I wasn't for the first time. It's it's going to happen eventually. One day y'all going to tune in. I'm just not going to be here. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be dead, but um, (laughs) I'm, I am struggling. Uh, I don't think I have struggled this hard since my divorce mentally. And I don't know why I can't like get back up on the horse, but I'm just having the hardest time Mm -hmm. getting back up and like, and I know I will. I always do. I always do. But I want to talk today really quick and, Mom, we may have to drop the quote depending on how, okay. how long this next conversation. I didn't know if I was going to talk about this or not, but okay. why, not, why not? Okay. We'll talk about triggers because triggers are really interesting things um, in, in a healing process. And it's something that you don't see coming mm-hmm. and you think you might be ready for until it happens. Mm-hmm. And then it happens and then you realize you weren't ready for it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. things like holidays, you know, birthdays, mm-hmm. um, anniversaries of deaths, uh, sentimental days you have with somebody else, you know, um, things like that, where you, you, you know, they're coming and like you, you're, you think you're ready for them and then you hit and then you're just not ready for it. And then there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. It's just like, boom. And I had one yesterday and nothing to do with my divorce. It had to do with just, just me moving out here and my uncomfortability of just not getting comfortable out here yet. So mm-hmm. I, made a well last night i was in a panic i actually called my mom at 8 30 last night and i was in a panic because i could not find my passport anywhere and mm-hmm. not only was that annoying because i'd have to reschedule my driver's license thing um right. i thought it was in that that damn backpack which by the way it was in the backpack yes. that we had shipped for 250 dollars up here it was in there but I, it was in a different pocket i just didn't it was like in this hidden pocket that i forgot i had in there mm-hmm. um I'm kind of I'm kind of panicked. I'm like, oh my god, mom, I can't find it. Uh, do you do you remember seeing it in the backpack, or did it could have fallen out, or could they have taken it out? You think put it somewhere else? I don't know. Um, so we go through all that, and then as I'm going through the backpack, I made a I uh, I don't think I processed my leaving California. I knew it was hard. Like I, I knew that leaving California was going to be an extreme challenge for me mm-hmm. uh, because it's the first place I've ever lived that I just felt at home. Mm-hmm. And it's also the first place I've ever, and even though I've always said it was the worst years of my life, it was the mm-hmm. absolute worst years of my life in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the, from like year one on the rest of it was shit, mm-hmm. but I never felt more connected or like fit in more mm-hmm. or understood or lifestyle or just beautiful weather and just genuinely overall home than I felt in California. So I mm-hmm. knew no matter where I went next, if it wasn't in San Diego, I was probably going to have a struggle with it because right. not only that, 
But I also post divorce for the first time. It made some like really quality friends from like I had like my little community. And this was, you know, the first people that I'd really ever done that with since I've been because Shannon and I were my ex were always I mean, we were, we just kind of became our own little tribe and some people come in and out. But we always had like us and that was it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I knew that I was like just apprehensive about leaving that because I had like really found some people, some really great people in that city that I really genuinely enjoyed and had a great <laughs> connection with, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was getting ready to leave, I purposely did not open any gift. A lot of people would like, would like give me going away gifts uh-huh. and I purposely did not open those because mm-hmm. – I just wasn't ready for it. Yeah. I just didn't want to like process the the goodbyes, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yesterday as I'm cleaning out my backpack, there was a ton of stuff that I had just thrown in there that uh, like probably five different friends had given me. I just threw in there, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, no big deal. And I thought, and I didn't read it. I didn't like read any of it. I didn't want to read it. And last night I read it. Oh. And uh, oh. mm. I just wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. it. Made you even lonelier than you already are. <sighs> oh, honey, I'm sorry. Just wasn't ready to read it yet. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought I was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I thought I was actually going to help possibly, but. Mm-hmm. Well, honey, it's so hard because you haven't had an opportunity in Baltimore to form any new relationships. And so, you're, of course, you're lonely and you're sad. And it's been a real adjustment to to come to a new place, a new state that you don't love, like the one you just left. So it's it's just grieving losses. It's just grieving losses. But I'm I just know that that once this pandemic settles down, I mean by by summer, I mean, hey, you can fly back to San Diego and hook up with some friends, which would be fun. You can have San Diego friends come visit you, and you'll be making more friends in Baltimore as well. But yeah, I know that's hard. It's just it's grieving the loss still. Yeah, I just yeah. wasn't ready to see it. Yeah, grief's a funny thing. We've talked about that. <sighs> you just never know, just, like you say, what's going to trigger it. And yeah. Um, it just frustrates me. It's like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm just tired of feeling so out of place. Yeah. So yeah. like alone and like just missing everybody and right. <sighs> yeah, just over it. I'm just really just over it. Yeah. <sighs> well, just know that it won't last forever. And that. that's, what, that's what everybody keeps telling me. And I feel like it's just one thing after another. The people are like, it's not going to last forever, but then just moves on to something else that never mm-hmm. lasts forever. But then it's just on to the next thing that's never lasting forever. And then on to the next thing that's never lasting forever. It's just like, oh, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. I just, yeah. I'm at a point where I'm just, I just don't know if I can like follow this dream anymore. Yeah. 
Well, and you're tired today, too. You're physically tired today. This is how I felt since I've been here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I just don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just ready for the just, day where it just feels comfortable here and it's just not. Well, in a pandemic, it's almost impossible to come into a new place and where you can't really form relationships. Yeah. So let's just try to remain hopeful and we're all, you know, we're all feeling isolated at some level and it's hard. So hard. Oh. So just remain so, hopeful one day at a time, sweetie. One day yeah. at a time. Um, you never know when, you know, when things will hit you. Uh, nope. But that's grief. Comes in waves. And, yeah. and like you said, there you never know what will trigger it. So I'm sure that seeing something loving from a friend really made you even lonelier for the life you had. So that's a wonderful part of your journey, and now you're into a new part of your journey. And there will be wonderful things about this one as well. So be hopeful. Hang, Hang in there. Know you're loved all over the country. We're all here for you. All right. I'm going to stop it here. Okay. And I'm going to take a break. I'll come back and we'll do do the moment in Kramer history and stuff. I just got to get myself together. Okay, honey. So, I love you. Lo- love you forever. <sighs> well, if it's okay with you, I'm going to uh, just thank our sponsors for today. Actually, I recorded the good news at the radio station today because I know my schedule is going to be tight. And uh, well, I, I promise I'll owe you a, a moment in Kramer history. Um, I just, it's getting late now. It's about 645. I need to just kind of wind my evening down, but, uh, I just appreciate you being here, uh, through all of this, uh, this whole transition. It's honestly been the most stable thing. <laughs> I can't get emotional. Just know that I'm very thankful for you. Uh, Skillshare. Thank you so much for Skillshare coming on today. We really appreciate them. Skillshare is an online learning community where you can go to improve your knowledge on all kinds of things. Uh, illustration, graphic design, photography, creative writing, animation, fine art, uh, freelance and entrepreneurship. What we say is you don't want to get left behind when things are changing in the world or you don't want to get behind your creativity. Like, don't look back on life and say, I wish I would have learned more about photography earlier on. Like, learn it now in 45 minutes. Some of these courses are 30, 45 minutes. You get on there and take these classes, and like, boom, you learn so much so quickly. It's a great way to learn things no matter what you're looking to do. It's probably on Skillshare. Let me give you a free membership to go check out there, uh, the premium membership, a free trial, the premium membership to go try for yourself. It is Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Skillshare.com slash Kramer. And uh, go try out the free premium membership over at Skillshare. Also, thanks to our friends over at BetterHelp. I've got a better, <laughs> it's an appropriate time. Uh, I've got a BetterHelp appointment tomorrow and I'm looking forward to it. It goes on my calendar every week and I really look forward to uh, the chat with Miss Pam. And I know that you're going to love your therapist too. I've had two therapists on there. One when I was in California, when I was out here in Maryland. Uh, love them both. I uh, love Miss Pam, I think a little bit more now that it's a it's not a contest, I guess. Uh, whatever's interfering with your happiness, I hope that you'll start working on it today. I really hope you will because in less than 24 hours, you can get you can get matched up with a licensed therapist and counselor. 
They can work you through all kinds of things like depression or stress, or anxiety, relationships, sleeping issues, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. And I, it's the absolute best therapy I've ever done, hands down. Uh, and I've, I've tried so many different types of therapy. I think this one, because you're literally meeting so often and it's not stressful to get to it. It's not like somebody look on your calendar. You're like, oh my God, well, I got to drive an hour to get there, drive an hour back and pick up the kids. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you just literally roll in there and boom, from your phone, from your laptop, from your, uh, if you want to make it a phone call, you can do that. Whatever you're comfortable with, it's awesome. So go if you maybe you or somebody else you they're going through something, or maybe you just want to start like kind of unpacking your life a little bit. Start living a happier life today as a listener of this podcast. You get ten percent off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com/Kramer. Join the over one million people taking in charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/Kramer. Let's get to our good news for today. Uh, we'll start over in Jacksonville, Florida. So there's an army vet and a service dog who now have home sweet home of their very own. And they're ready for their fresh start. James Ruthlin, he actually grew up in the area, spent 12 years serving the military. And then when he got out, he struggled with depression and suicidal thoughts, you know. PTSD stuff that we see a lot. So you got help from Canines, believe it or not. Canines for Warriors was an organization that he went to, and they are dedicated to preventing veteran suicide and helping those battling PTSD. So Ruthland believes in the program so much that he actually became a warrior trainer for them so that he can actually help fellow vets in need, and he can thank the group for his new home because Canines for Warriors actually partnered with JWB Realty to donate the house as part of their Welcome Home Warrior event. Said someone has given me this amazing, this free home. It's a home. It's it's not a room. It's not a place to stay. It's a home, a place to start a life. Man, I love that. I love when somebody's down and out, man, and like their life just takes a turn like this. So now James, his fiance, and their service dog, uh, by the way, is Duncan. They are looking forward to building their life together. Let me tell you a feel-good story out of Maryland, actually, right down the street from here. Emily Pierce is only six years old, but she's dedicated to helping kids in need who are hungry. It's over in Durwood, Maryland, by the way, and her mom, Melissa, says that Emily told her that she was worried about kids not having enough food. So they started a food drive to collect donations, and this this little girl had a big goal. She wanted to collect 500 pounds of food. So the mother-daughter team, they looked for organizations for Emily to help volunteer with, but Melissa was like, well... All these have like age requirements. So they found out that women, uh, there's a group called Women Who Care Ministries and their organization offered to help the Pint Size Advocate launch her food drive. They spent last Saturday collecting donations and by the end, they had received 500 pounds of food, which is going to go to kids who are Emily's age that are in need, just like she wanted. They can't survive. They can't live without food. Super cute. Love it. Love it. It's right here from Maryland, baby. All right. Um, before we get out of here today, I had a friend call me a few weeks ago say, I'm going to my very first yoga class. What can I expect? I'm like, just expect it to be awkward. It's uh, it's awkward. It's awkward when you first get into it, it's awkward situation. Not going to not gonna sugarcoat that for you. Fortune Feimster, though. Uh, she does different kind of yoga. Love this one. I'm just really happy that I made it here. I was almost late catching my plane because I was teaching a yoga class. <laughs> He's like, that did not happen. <laughs> You're right, I did not teach a yoga class. I went to one. It was pretty awesome though, because the yoga teacher, she let me do the modified version of everything. So like the class would do downward dog and she would let me eat raviolis. 
They would do a child's pose. She'd let me take a nap in the corner. I love yoga. Namaste. Okay, hopefully you're in a great mood by the end of the show. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing my life with me. Really appreciate it. Um, we're trying to manifest five certified fans this month to keep this show going. And if you've got five extra bucks a month to help the show, would love it. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S, 888-Kramer8. Love you. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.